Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, Laura. Thank you, Andy. I don't do the voice. Oh. So, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not my thing. Take it away, Laura. Thanks, Andy. I don't know. It's not my thing. Anyways. Trying to maintain show continuity. Yeah. Thank you, Andy. Funch can do it perfectly. (laughs) Me, that's just not my thing. I'll let Funchy do it. So starting next year, the Disneyland Resort will change one of its longstanding perks for a hotel guest. So before, if you were staying in one of the hotels, you were able to go into the park early. Actually, both parks. If you guys know, you guys have a park hopper. You're only able to go to one. And after 11, you can go to another one, right? So starting January 20th, 2024, hotel guests staying on the property will no longer receive early entry to both parks so now you're gonna have to pick one and then wait until x time right to hop over to the next park i'm not like people are going crazy that they're like oh my god we pay so much money and now i don't have this perk but i'm like bro wait till 11 it's not that bad you get in at eight you enjoy whatever park you're going in early at 11 yeah you're gonna wait in line but i just don't think it's like a huge deal but they're saying that, unfortunately, they're just not going to do that anymore starting January 2024. I would venture to say the reason you don't think this is a big deal, Laura, is you don't have kids. Yeah, I don't. Doing this with kids is a whole different thing than just going. Because if you're going, you're going for fun. Like, you're going truly because you want to be there. So you're laying down your own agenda. When you go with the kids, the kids lay down the agenda. Really? Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's, I take my, I'm I take, so adorable, Laura. Like, wait, no, dude. Wait, wait. Jeez. I take my niece and nephew, like I take my nieces and nephews and stuff, and my niece How old are they? My goddaughter's seven. Uh-huh. You're still she in does, charge. She still runs well, me. Well, you're when you're going, when you're Aunt Laura, uh-huh. you're in charge. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Like, and they're gonna be on your best behavior with no, Aunt they're not. Laura. No. They ain't coming back. Trust me. Compared no. to what they're doing with their parents, I promise you they're on no, their best behavior. It's funny because I, with my. They know you won't take them back if they act up. Well, my God, that runs me. She'll go back whenever. Mm-hmm. But. but that doesn't mean her behavior isn't worse with her parents. It just means she's bossing you around. Yeah. my So my boyfriend cute always though. tells me. It's really she's cute. like, you <laughs> have nice. to tell her no. I'm I like, want to live can't. in your world. That's well, nice. I don't have rainbows. Kids, <laughs> <laughs> oh, candy everywhere. I just feel like it's not a huge. I mean, <laughs> listen, I know it's not cheap to stay at these hotels, but I feel like it's not a huge deal. You're still picking one park and you could still get in early. Have you ever explained you know? to a six year old why you can't go to both parks? That's yours? Probably not. No, because I don't have one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's very cute that you think this doesn't make a difference. 
I don't know. Fudge, you don't got kids. Do you think it's a big deal? Like, do you think that it's like a huge thing that you're not allowed to hop over or before 11? I don't know because I, when I go, I take, you know, my nieces and nephews after a certain time. So, I mean, you know. You're already able to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't go at that early time where, you know, the magic hour, like you're trying to say, like at 7 a.m. or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. that's just too early for me. Yeah, I'm still sleeping. I'm still trying to wake up. All right, well, I, I can tell you right now, there are a lot of parents out here panicking. They are. News. They're pissed. I, I, I they read like I read a lot of things, and people are like, this is not fair. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, get over it. Well, a lot of uh, you know, uh, parents with smaller kids, in, don't they go early and then they leave early, too? That's that's the thing, right? Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. You want to get out of there before it's too hot, before they've been there too long, you yeah. start melting down. All right, we were talking about Tony Gonsolin. Beto, you yep. came across some interesting news uh details about his contract that gets back to what we were talking about with the incentives Mm -hmm. of a guy like tony gonsolin to push through even though he is now reportedly scheduled for tommy john surgery yeah he'll have tommy john on september 1st was really pitching well this year favorite Ardaya, a good friend of the show from uh arizona state and the athletic said tony gonsolin never looked right this year he has a story about that he's getting tommy john surgery and then his following tweet we talked about it where if you don't have the money guarantee that you would like, you want to figure things out for yourself, you got to look out for yourself. Consulent, the way his contract is structured, had incentive to keep on pitching. If he made 20 starts this season, he earned an additional $2 million for next year to go with his $3.4 million base salary. So by pitching, hurt. He blew out his arm, but he's going to have 5.4. So an extra $2 million. Right, and here's the thing. He might have blown out his arm anyway, but if he only gets 17 starts or 18 starts or 19 starts, mm-hmm. he doesn't have $2 bucks to show for blowing out his arm. No. That could, have, that could have been the result of pushing it regardless. But if you're in a season where a lot of starters are getting hurt, the rotation's getting thin, Gonsolin needs to be out there for the team, but also he needs to be out there for himself that's how you end up in a situation where you eventually blow your arm out. But from Gonsolin's perspective, it's worth it. So yesterday, the tweet from Fabian was Tony Gonsolin potentially could require surgery. Today, it comes out that he's going to have surgery. You know how many starts Gonsolin had this year? 20. Right on the dot. <laughs> I mean, so if you have Tommy John surgery, that arm must have been barking oh, God. for the last month or so. Oh, and this is why his numbers, he had almost a five ERA. Um, the numbers weren't what the Dodger fans had been accustomed with him. But this is, it, it starts off early on in high school, right? Even in Little League. There's a reason Little League has pitch limits, uh, how many pitches you can have in a game. You go to high school, are you going to let your kid pitch as much as you want? Guys getting Tommy John early on, blowing them out. And you wonder, I, it all comes down to the money, right? Yep. There's certain guys who are going to get $100 million, and you got to understand what, you're, what you are and what you're not. Tony Gonsolin, good story for the Dodgers. You know, fan favorite with the cat and all the <laughs> other stuff, the shirts, but just wasn't himself this year. Now we know why. Injuries. But the, what the guys do, you only have a certain amount of years where you can make peak money as an athlete. you got to take every single opportunity you can. But, man, to put himself out there like that. Well, I, I'm and he sure. wasn't going to get paid because the numbers were down this year. Yeah, I'm sure. Imagine that, what he's going through. I'm sure, but I'm sure that the Dodgers were aware that mm-hmm. this was going on, because it, you would never hear you would not that Dave Roberts is the type that's going to start slamming his players anyway, 
But you would never really even hear Dave Roberts get that negative talking about Gonsolin, who certainly has not looked great pretty much this whole year. I'm sure Roberts has been aware this guy is pitching through an arm that really he shouldn't be out there. No. Like he really had, if, if we did not need him to be out there beyond his own financial incentives to be out there, he wouldn't be. What would you have done? If I'm him? Yeah. I throw. You just keep on going? Yeah. You're going to get shelled. You're, what difference does it make? I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. If you're Tony Gonsolin, that $2 million matters. Like I, Oh, absolutely. It really matters if you're him. And he's somebody that, even though he had an all-star season, I believe it was last year, and like you said- Yeah, last fan, year he was an all-star. Like you said. 16 wins last year. Yeah, fan favorite, the cat thing, all of it. He's not totally solidified in baseball yet. No. He, cer- he certainly has not made the bag yet in baseball. So every single one of those contracts, incentives, all of that stuff, it matters for him. Last year, oh, this year he was making $3.2 million. Right. So that incentive is almost that incentive is more mm-hmm. than half of his base salary. Mm-hmm. On top of it as a bonus. He almost doubled his salary by hitting 20 starts. And again, he could have thrown his arm out. He could have blown his arm out anyway. Like he could have blown it out by only getting to 18 starts. It's not he was putting himself at risk just by being willing to pitch. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're willing to pitch, damn right I'm going to hit those 20 starts. So next year he's going to get 3.4 and a $2 million bonus. So he'll have made $6 million total. And then a couple of, so he'll now for going an extra couple of games. Gonson this year, leading up to that, I can only imagine how much he was hurting, man. Well, here's the thing. How much too. was he hurting? Because let's see, his last outing, um, he went five innings. That was on the 18th. Before that, he went, actually, no, his last outing, he went three and a third. Gave up 10 runs in three and a third. That's just the last one. That's where he was blown out. That was his 20th start. Here's the thing, too. Wow. That you got to remember. And I don't say this with any shade towards the Dodgers because this is just what franchises do. I don't think it makes them bad, evil, whatever. If they had had better options than Gonsolin, mm-hmm. they would have shut him down a little bit earlier, tried to save themselves $2 million bucks in the process. They didn't have better options. Yeah, so in... His last five games, Gonsolin went five innings, five innings, six, six. He was still dealing, still throwing. Innings, five runs, one run, six runs, one run. It's that last game. He gave up five home runs. Remember, he wore it Yeah. against Miami. I mean, would I do the same? Probably. I mean, I'm always talking, saying, look out for yourself. Well, look, you, here's the thing. As much as he's I, looking out for that. But how much pain was he going through? Here's the thing. You can be thinking of yourself, like I'm sure he was hitting that 20 start mark. That can't be a coincidence. You can be thinking of yourself in that extra $2 million while also thinking about your team. Because his team actually needed him to get out there and just try his best. Because the starting rotations had so many injuries. Mm-hmm. Like, it is possible to be both selfless and selfish if you want to call it selfish at the same time like in this particular case they don't have to be mutually exclusive Mm -hmm. like he was actually putting himself out there and eventually putting himself under the knife for the team yeah first year he's been a millionaire last year 720 year before that 580 560 right i mean again he has not made the type of money over his career 
Gonsolin where he can just say, you know what, I'm shutting myself down, and if I don't make the $2 million, so be it. Like, that's something Clayton Kershaw can do. Yeah. that's Guys of service time. Even, like, Urias could do that if Mm -hmm. he really wanted to. Gonsolin's not at that level. He can't do that. So, yeah, he's going to be under the knife. You're not going to see Gonsolin, I believe, next season. Hopefully he's strong for the, I don't know, 25 season. Would you take a shot to do that? What do you mean? You you know you're Gonsolin, right? You know that your arm is barking. You can't brush your teeth. How much drugs would you take? Painkillers. I can brush my teeth left-handed, man. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> For $2 million? For $2 million? Dude, I, I was in a cast in high school having to brush my teeth left-handed. I was doing that for free. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right, so screw it. Absolutely. All right, so after the Trojans win on Saturday over San Jose State by 28 points, did not cover the spread, as, as it was pointed out to me, but still pretty dominated. It's time for the Nevada Wolfpack to come into the Coliseum on Saturday. Keep listening all day for your chance to win a family four-pack. To, to USC and Nevada from 710 ESPN. Coming up next, we will get into why Matt Stafford may be turning into the guy who tells you to get off his lawn. Andy Kamenetsky, Beto Duran, in for the guys, 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 1989 Personal Jesus. Depeche Mode. This was a big one on K-Rock. Yes, it was. Still is. Still is. What are you talking about? But just in the moment... In 1989? Oh, you, I don't know. You couldn't go 10 minutes in, without hearing this on K-Rock. I was like I, a year old. I the Depeche Mode. A year and a month. I hate you, Laura. <laughs> nah. <laughs> why? Yeah, why? Because it's not her fault she's old. Exactly. <laughs> because it reminds me that I'm old as dirt. No, Andy Kimineski, well, Beto Duran. Yeah. Back yeah. in my day, see? You're washed. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter like maybe Matt Stafford is. <laughs> Damn. Maybe, I mean, he sound Matt Stafford. According, look, the source on this. By you the way, trying to go boys don't cry. What? You trying to go boys don't cry. <laughs> trying to go to the cure of this. 
The source on this, by the way, is actually Matt Stafford's wife. Um, she has a podcast called The Morning After. Oh, with really? Kelly get Stafford. into this. Damn it. I told Funch I didn't want to. Well, you didn't oh, tell me. Oh, man. Nobody told me. Wow. Oh, because you know how I get. Like, you just. Look at him. He's already like. like because oh, I need to. See, I can't tell if you're red because of this or the sun. Oh, no, it's the sun. Um, oh, man. All right, I'll behave. Okay. <laughs> go For, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We, we can do it. I, well, just, got, okay. I just got it. Laura, if you go ahead. Laura, go ahead. Laura, at times, if you want to turn off my mic, go okay, ahead. Okay, I gotcha. Okay. Go ahead. So Kelly St- Stafford has her podcast. And, and I haven't she heard. Was talking I, I, I don't even know what you're talking about yet. I haven't heard the comments because okay. every time I saw a tweet about it or a story, I avoided it. So okay. I don't even know what she okay. said so far. So this is really going to be full on reaction. Okay. So she's talking about Matthew Stafford's relationship with players in this particular Rams locker room. And this is a very young Whoa. team. The current locker room. Yes. The current locker room. <laughs> Quote, it's kind of crazy. So Matthew's been in the league a long time. He's like the difference in the locker room has changed so significantly. They have rookies on their team. They're very young. But he feels like, I can't, I feel like I can't connect. In the old days, you would come out of practice, you'd shower, people would be playing cards, interacting. Who knows what they're doing, but they're doing something together, playing ping pong, they have a tournament going on, they'd at least be talking. But now they get out of practice and meetings during training camp and they go straight to their phones. No one looks up to their phones. Matthew's like, I don't know. Am I the dad? Do I take their phones? What do I do here? He's like, I want them to see me not as a coach. They say sir to him and bleep. He's like, no, we're on the same level here. We're both playing in the league. Let me get to know you. He said it's so different and so hard to get to know these guys. He had a book printed out. He had the equipment guy go get a book printed of all of their faces and all their names because he's like, I need to know their names. We need to talk. So I'm going to find their names and I'm going to say, so, hey, how was your weekend? And they know I know, so then they know I know them. Maybe that we can get together. So there's a chemistry on the field. But nowadays, it's really hard to develop that because these young guys, they don't care. Or it's not that they don't care, but they're so used to going straight to their phones. It's different. It's kind of sad. And then there were other things she said along those lines, continuing on. Obviously, whether this is truly the dynamic of this locker room by any objective standpoint, or if this is just Matthew Stafford's standpoint of a locker room that, by the way, is not nearly at the level of what he joined when he wanted to win a Super Bowl in L.A., which he did. This is a very, very different dynamic. I can imagine that this is something, at minimum, the Rams don't like to have out there. And the Staffords now, both Kelly and Matt, have repeated things that I'm pretty sure the Rams would have preferred to be kept in-house. This from Kelly Stafford. Remember before, there were these reports that the Rams had asked Matthew Stafford to restructure his contract. The Rams denied it up and down. Then Matt Stafford confirmed, yeah, we had those conversations. Mm. The floor is yours, Beto Duran. No, don't. Don't. I like my job. (sighs) Why? Why is she talking? Why are you... (laughs) <laughs> Laura, get the dumb button. I mean, look. Um, just I, clicks. Gotcha. <laughs> she lives in a click world. I mean, we she all do this. We all world. do this, and, yep. I, and I'm not putting on a bit right now. This is not good. This is not good. He's a 35 year old quarterback on the way out. Um, I know she's had a podcast before, right? And she she's made. She what, is somebody with a profile. Why? She don't play. 
Why is she telling me what's I mean, going on in that look, locker room? I, I don't know. If, Does he want this out there? Well, that's a different question. Because right now, I just Googled Matthew Stafford. All the stories are this. This. Mm-hmm. Every single news outlet is this, this, this. And it. Well, I mean, it's a big deal. It when, is a big deal. This is huge. This is yeah. stupid. This is a team that's not that good. A team that's not going to be a contender. A team that should just be nice and quiet and go along, take your lumps, and have a bunch of rookies on your team that are, you're going to try to build. So now, if I'm a look, uh, the receiver core, we don't know who they are. Other than Cooper Cup. Uh huh. And everybody else is second rookie, third year guys. So if you can't connect with them, that's a you problem, guy, because you're the quarterback. You should be the one that come out there. So. Has Matthew Stafford set up the dinner with the receivers? Has he set up anything like that? We don't know this, right? But why is she even saying this? The fact that she's came out and said Matthew printed or had somebody on the staff print this out. Oh, if I'm a receiver or if I'm a petty guy who has guaranteed money, by the way, oh, I'm going printing out all kinds of pictures of Kelly Stafford. But like, hey, this is this is your wife. This is our team spokesman now. This is who speaks for us now. Why do you want any of that stuff out there? That's my problem with a lot of people that are in the circle, not just Kelly Stafford, but there's a lot of wives to talk. There's a lot of brothers to talk. Patrick Mahomes' brother, if I don't ever hear from him again, would be fantastic. <laughs> like, when did you be, get on the team? I want to hear from the people well, on the team. Look, I mind you, it's a different world right now, and I'm so I know I'm sounding like that get off my long guy right now, but I don't want to hear from somebody who's not on the team telling me about what's going on on the well, team. It's here's the thing: it's not even like you know. Obviously, Kelly Stafford can have a podcast, and you know, I don't know if she has other platforms or whatever that's, you know, help build a profile, that's fine. But one of two things happened. Either she said this stuff that's so detailed, you know it's coming directly from Matthew Stafford. This isn't her reading into things. This is what she's directly hearing. Either she said she's putting what he Okay, you this is a work relationship, right? Right. You come home, hey babe, how was your day at work? Oh, Bob in accounting really messed us up. Morales in marketing really did this. Thinking it's not going to get back to you. Right. Did he tell her this thinking she's going to say it? Or is this a private conversation? Well, it's one of two things. Either she spoke out of school and she has created now. But she's situation. done this before, right? Um, I don't. She has. She likes to put the business out there. Okay. Why, so it's one of two things, though. Either she's put this out there and created something for Matthew Stafford to deal with oh, now in the God. locker room. Let me, or, Google, let me Google what's her podcast Or this is something that Stafford she podcast. said, hey, I wanted to talk about this on a podcast. Are you cool with it? And he said yes. Now, I'm saying that is a possibility. And I don't know which happened. But I'm saying one of two, by definition, it's one of two things. She either said this out of school or she said this with him saying, yeah, it's fine. No, but I think there's certain things that when your significant other is in that kind of light, right? Whether it's an athlete, an actor, whatever type of entertainment, or even when you're around that, like Beto said, somebody in accounting, you're with work people and your spouse says something to you because... Sometimes, I mean, listen, we get out of here and things happen and we're like, bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah, but we're not the one making $30 million as a quarterback of the NFL team. But that's what I'm saying, team. because, but that's my point. a team that's point. already got issues going into the right, season, man. Right, but that's my point. Stay she quiet. shouldn't say anything. Well, like, no, she I'm not defending just... her saying anything. I'm saying it's one of two things, <sighs> this and is neither are good. Because it's either she said this stuff out of school, or... He's like, yeah, I don't care if you say Well, that. if he's her, if she's his mouthpiece, then I got another. Yeah, that's, 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 a, no, that's my, yeah. that's no, my that. point, though. It's one of two things, oh, hell no. and neither are good. Yeah. But if she's his mouthpiece, then, then I don't even want you to be my quarterback. If he's, that's my, again, that, 
Relax. Wusa. Wusa. Use. But this gets, though, back to, remember there was re- reports that the The Rams Morning After were... podcast has 60,000 followers on Instagram. It's available on all kinds of platforms. It's probably also, got more than 60,000 now. She's also got a Patreon on it. I bet you there's a YouTube component. But Hey, don't go dragging YouTube components into no. this. Que se calle. Like, just be quiet. Like, but then again, she probably did this in Detroit, too. We just didn't care because he's in Detroit. Um... You have a platform, great. But talk about it. But if I'm a young receiver, what, if I'm 21, 22 years old, what the hell do I have in common with the 35-year-old white quarterback? Well, also, what, do you like, sp- what, what am I going to do with this guy who is on his way out, who has a bunch of money, and also, when you're the young player trying to make a team, you stay quiet. Exactly. You hang out with who you know. Exactly. Stafford doesn't have any contemporaries because he's one of the older players on the team, right? He's the quarterback. You speak when spoken to. Like, that's the star of the right, team. Just Mind you, keep- it's Aaron Donald. I'm talking about the offensive side. But that's where it is. You think some of these young receivers have a relationship with Cooper Cup? They're stars, and then there's players on the team. So I'm 21, 22 years old. I get done. What do I do? What I've always done, Matthew, when I get done with practice, I go straight to Instagram and I post because I got to sell myself you know, on TikTok or social media. That's what everybody does. When Matthew Stafford came into college, that didn't exist. He didn't have to do no, that. No, but you would. I'm sure there were players. I mean, I, I know this is true because you and I have been in this industry for a while, so we hear these complaints. There were players in the generation before Matthew Stafford, when he was young, who would complain about these guys all playing video games. That's all yes. they want to do is just play all video games. All they want to do is play video games. Exactly. First of all, the fact that he said they're playing cards, who the hell plays cards? Like, you play something on your on your phone, right? Like, we've heard this from baseball guys that had it all the time, right? Back in our day, we used to sit around the clubhouse for drinking beers and play cards till midnight, then we'd leave. Things change, man. Right. It doesn't happen anymore. You know why they play cards? Because they didn't have an iPhone. Like, mm-hmm. that's why. Right. And look, people in our generation, we are addicted to our phones. I, I am willing to go out on a limb and say, Kelly Stafford, Matthew Stafford, they spend a lot of times in their phones, too. They're probably staring at a screen in their hands all the time, and too. Also, Matthew, because I think he's, you're not going to call him Matt, how does he know what these guys are watching? Right. Because when you get done with practice, don't they send you film right away? I know they do in the NBA. I know you get this stuff. How do you? How does Matthew not know that these guys are watching the reps that they just had at practice right now? You don't know what they're doing because why don't you go up there and talk to them and find out what's going on? Yeah, I mean, just look. Is it a challenge for Matthew Stafford to lead a team this young and inexperienced? Yes, it is. But you know what? To quote Mad Men, that's what the money's for. Like, that's part of your job right now. And your now. part of your job is to shut up and not tell your wife who has a podcast the issues and the drama that's going on in the club, or the locker room. Yeah, I mean, this is... I mean, it's good for us. No, it, look, it's obviously great for us. I didn't expect to be talking about this, but it's bad. It's honestly bad for the Rams, but it also it puts those guys, too, those young players, they're in a no-win position right now. Because now, at practice, if I know I'm covering them, hey, so what's your relationship with Matthew Stafford? Right. Like, you're exactly. in, if you're a young receiver... Who doesn't have a relationship with them? What are you gonna do? Oh, or if you felt like in your head, you know what, man, Matthew Stafford hasn't really gone up to me. He hasn't really, you know, started any conversations. Like maybe from your perspective, it feels like he's kind of keeping to himself because he's the old guy on this team, and I have no problem okay, with it. Okay, Tom Brady in his forties. <laughs> There's no way in hell Tom Brady's related. Tom Brady's at the the State of the Union, and he's all over the world. He's in Monaco with like you know, Giselle at the time, but he's. He's a different world. There's a different spectrum. He's right. like, 
You think Tom Brady is talking to his 22-year-old receiver? I remember one time LeBron talking about his first year when he was with the Lakers and still some of the kids, Lonzo, B.I., Kuz, Josh Hart, they were all on this team, Larry Nance Jr. He was talking about how those kids, those players were closer in age to his sons than him. Yeah, that was last year he said that. Right, and look, he didn't. He didn't say it in a disparaging way. Like I, he didn't say it like with any shade towards them, but he's acknowledging, like, look, it, there's an age gap in that age. There's gap an age gap on this radio station. Yeah. I say it all the time. I'm like, what the hell is Yacht Rock? I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, and also Taylor Swift. There's an age gap there because I have no idea what she's all about. Because I'm a guy in his 40s. I have no idea what the 20 year olds are doing. As for sure as hell, don't know what the guys in their 60s are listening to on their yacht because I can't relate to that. Right? I can't relate to those ends of the spectrum. So. You got to find somewhere to get in the middle with them, especially if you're the quarterback. All right, that, yeah, this this is a mess for Matthew Stafford now to clean up. Whether he was cool with this being said, whether he was not cool with it being said, but nobody's gonna say anything to him because well, if you're a receiver with a non-guaranteed contract, yeah. you're not saying nothing. If they call him sir, it's a respect thing, right? Right? You've been in the NFL for a while. Well, either way, it, this there was very little upside for Stafford and for the Rams for this to come There's out. There's so podcast. many terms in Spanish that I cannot use on the radio right now <laughs> that I could yep. not, bro. This is why I don't want to get into it because mm. I'm, I'm, you should be proud of me for not getting dumped. Or... I'm very proud of you. Very proud of but you. Go Benna. to break so I can tell you some of these words. Okay. <laughs> Coming up next, Radio Tinder, Andy Kimonetsky, Beto Duran, in for the guys, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thank you, Christopher. (laughs) Nice. There you go. Go Gardos. That's his thing. See, he's really, I can't do that. I tried. And we always play a theme song at this time, and this is uh, the Power Rangers. Uh, this is National Power Ranger Day. And also the 30-year anniversary of it dropping on. True story. Yeah. I have a good friend. He and his wife, they're both actors. Both They both work. They met on the set of the Power Rangers. I don't remember if they were like cool. extras or small yeah, roles what they or whatever. <laughs> But I mean, they were not stars. Yeah, That's they weren't the Power cool. Rangers, right? Yeah, they they met on that set, 
and started dating after that, and they are still together. That's cool. And by the way, give their son a shout out. He is going to pitch. He's going to be an incoming freshman. Wow. At oh. Loyola Marymount. Is his name wow. the Green Ranger or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> if he doesn't use that as his entrance, song. yeah. Um, he, what is it? His name is Hudson Story. Hudson okay. Story. Right. Hudson I know Story. that guy. Not the Yellow Ranger. No, Hudson Story. Yeah, he's a big kid. He is, I want to say, I think he's left-handed, but he's a pitcher, and he's going to be pitching at LMU. Well, nice. congrats to him. Hudson yeah. Story. Wow. He's a, yeah, I know who he is. So for real. You I, know I, I legit know him now. He went to Maranatha. I didn't know where he went He's from Pasadena. School. Yes. Yes. He works out, my, so my friend Al Q, where Sliwa mm. and, um, and somebody else went to work out at, uh, in, in Pasadena before the softball game. He's the he's one of the coaches at Maranatha. This okay. kid's like a stud. Yes, he his parents. I'm I've been good friends with him for like 20, 30 years. No way. Oh, by the way, uh, 4.0 student. I'm not surprised. His parents are really smart. Mm-hmm. And they're actors, huh? Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah you would. Congrats. You would. Okay. One of them, you would recognize if you saw him and stuff. Uh, he's been on Brooklyn Nine Nine. He he had a role because one What's of the his actors. Name? His name is Winston Story. Okay. And his wife is Tracy Belushi. They both work. They might have recognizable faces. But their son, Hudson, is a really, really good baseball player, and he's going to be pitching at LMU. Nice. Good for him. So now what do we need to know? All right, guys. It's uh, Radio Tinder. Yeah, Radio Tinder. Oh, I'm sorry. What are are we going to Tinder? All right. Do you guys know who Jonathan Chibin is? No. He's a.k.a. Uh, the food god. He's a self-proclaimed best friend of the Kardashians. I, I, I bet you if you seen him, lost me. Bye. You already, if you've seen Next. him, if you've seen him, you would know who he is. No, okay. we haven't. <laughs> Guarantee. Everyone have knows. It. Everyone's seen the Kardashians, so you know who he is. But I haven't. I haven't seen the Kardashians okay, well, anyway. since Lamar was on. That's the only okay. time I watched it because and he was, we had to sign the contract to say we were allowed to be on the show. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, anyway, he is suing a. What's Korean, his name? Jonathan Chibin. Jonathan Chibin. All right, go ahead. Well, he's suing a Korean barbecue sauce company for $20 million. Chibin is suing San San J Sauce, claiming the bottle exploded in his hand when he took it out the fridge with one of the big shards causing quite a big gash on his hand. Now, and it's he allegedly saying that it caused a, a lot of blood loss, too. So Jonathan claims that he has suffered losses like the ability to use his hand in social media posts and his advertisement and his ability to sponsor various food items just from the cut of his hand. So now, does he have a leg to stand on in this lawsuit? Swipe left for yes, swipe right for no, Andy. Hell no. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. I love this. This lawsuit. <laughs> I love you. This lawsuit is so convoluted. I don't even know what the f you're talking about. Exactly. Like, I can't even follow it. He can't. He he's losing sponsorship deals because of a cut on his yes, head. Yes, yes, that's what he's claiming. This is the stupidest bleep I've ever heard in my life. Hell no. Like, I hope he gets fined for wasting the court's time. Like he should lose money on this. He's claiming he is. Yes, yeah, he should lose more. He's claiming he's losing money he from not lose being more. able to post and all this <laughs> oh stuff. Oh my god! We know where Brad is oh. going with this. <laughs> Ditto. Uh, what? What the? <laughs> really, fun? You're gonna bring this to me yeah. on a Monday? Yes. Oh, yes, first, I am. Because oh. I saw this and I thought it was, was ridiculous as well. Okay, so I I googled this food god. Um, You've seen him before? No, no clue who okay. he is. Like I told you, the last time I saw the Kardashian show. Uh, was because I thought we were going to be on because Lamar was on. So Lamar one mm-hmm. time was getting a haircut when he was going out with Chloe or wait, who? 
Chloe, right? Yeah, Chloe. Yeah, so he's he suing for twenty million dollars. Yeah, twenty yes. million. Yeah. So I've never had to do like, who is this? He went to Hofstra. He used to work as a publicist in New York, and yeah. this is stupid. Uh, he was also. <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I brought it up. Yeah, so no. Fuera, fuera, bye. This yeah. fool wasting our time. Uh, I right. mean. Yes, thank you. Well, I just out. wanted to get you guys outraged. Yeah, like you're that. doing so it right. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. Let me tell you, between. Wait, this fool changed his legal name to Food God? Yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. no. He's a self proclaimed Food God, yes. What? Oh, mm, what? I, I love it. Between, I love this. Between this lawsuit and Kelly Stafford's podcast, I don't think I've ever seen Beto this far. I, I came back with the nice tan-ish. He's I was in red. the zone. I bought two bottles of Don Q. I got it at, I, oh, I haven't even told you my crazy travel ordeal, but I was cool. Namaste. I'm good. I only traveled for 18 hours yesterday. Saw Sean Farnham on the plane. We're good. But damn it, I'm drinking that rum tonight. <laughs> Fudge, man. One of those bottles was for you, by the way, but forget you now. I ain't bringing it in now. Oh, come on, man. No, I'm drinking. Aww. I'm drinking. Can you imagine Beto's reaction if the food god is a guest on Kelly Stafford's podcast? <laughs> Beto is going to lose it. Beto is going to lose it if that happens. As I told Kim, don't use your phone. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I guess I'll go to the next one. All right, travelandleisure.com came out with the an interesting article on seven ways to lighten your luggage when you go on a trip. And this is probably mm -hmm. pertains to Beto over there, mm -hmm. Mr. Never, never, never checking a bag. Okay, well, a couple of them were things like, you know, packing to wear one basic color during a mm -hmm. trip. Always and, black. And mm -hmm. to not bring more than three pairs of shoes on a trip, which is my biggest problem. Wear one, pack one. Also, underpacking, yep. like forgetting essential items like a toothbrush, but I think Ew. everyone's biggest problem is overpacking. So your biggest problem when going on a trip is overpacking, swipe left or swipe right. Uh, Beto. Uh, swipe left. Nope. Uh, and my kids know this. Never check in a bag. Uh, you when you pack, you wear. You're gonna lay out exactly what you're gonna wear. Mm -hmm. uh, one pair of shoes. Um, and you, you wear one. No, forget the. It's it's hard for me. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not hard. Because well, you're over there trying to be a fashionista. Well, There's no, no need to be a fashionista. <laughs> if you're going to a wedding, different story. Yeah. You wear your your running shoes, and then you pack the other ones. Mm -hmm. Simple as that, Funge. Nobody's gonna look at your shoes, bro. No matter where you're going, you're on vacation. All right? It's like Shawshank. Remember that no, line in Shawshank? How often do you look at a man's shoes? No, exactly. Now, mind you, it depends on where you're going. Yeah. So when I went to Europe last year, or a couple years ago, I took my son. You wear the basic t-shirts you're gonna have: black t-shirt, blue t-shirt. There it is. Black shorts, mm -hmm. you're fine. It's good. If you want to be fashionista, different story. Then you can't complain when your bags get lost, or when you're waiting an hour, or when they're charging you eighty bucks. Or like happened to me yesterday, my flight got delayed. It got canceled. They couldn't figure out everybody's luggage. Not me. Bethel had a carry on. I <laughs> found me another plane. Boom. Boom. I was on. The same guy who tried to change his flight. Like, Sir, your bags are on another plane. We can't oh, take them off. Sorry. Me. You're going to be delayed another six hours. <laughs> no, Bethel was home by that time. So you wear exactly what you pack exactly what you're going to wear. The only thing I pack extra are socks and underwear. That's it. And it is not a problem for me. It is, however, an issue for my wife. <laughs> Anna! Enaki! Every time we go anywhere, she's always worried that she's gone past that 50-pound limit with a bag. And to be fair, she's often putting a lot of my daughter's stuff in her bag. Different story. Yeah, you have to yeah. But, yeah. Different story. Yeah. Different story. But the there's also some overpacking going on. Yeah, you got to know where you're going. Like, I, every time I travel, I'm going to be on TV, so I wear a suit, right? 
so I know how to pack. I, you know, you roll up your, your suit really, really tight, cool. You figure out what shoes. If I know if I'm going to be on a desk and I, they're going to show my shoes, that's when I'm mad because then I have to take the dress right. shoes. Dude, if I know the only shooting waist up, we are wearing the vans like no other, man. You got to be smart and practical about it, Funch. Unique. All right. So I oh, used she's to. Packing. No, but I used to have. <laughs> Anytime a very, you start wearing. I used to have a very big problem with overpacking. I was the person with the carry on, the check in, the personal item, everything, because I didn't want to be missing something. But as I traveled more, I got smarter and I was like, I don't have time to wait for my check-in bag unless if I'm doing a long trip, like a week plus trip, then that's different. But I've learned to just survive with the carry-on or a, like a personal item if it's a quick trip. So I'm very proud of myself for that. Good, good, good. Yeah. And as you get older, you realize I don't need, need all, all this that. crap. Like one one girl I knew was like, oh, I need options. No, you don't. The options mm-hmm. are when you're packing. That's you me. Pick the option right that's there. That's me. I need options. No, no. I need no. options. No. But, but you need. The, the Jordans need are Jordans. That's it. Simple no, but that. I need options. Like I don't know if I'm going to eat a nice dinner or a regular dinner. You, you know your schedule up. when you're leaving. I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't funch, know my schedule. Funch. Black pants go everywhere. Yes. Black shirt go everywhere. I went to Vegas a couple months ago and I probably took seven days worth of clothes for. Three days. You're I don't really? know. Yeah, I don't no, know. That's a yeah. lot. The yeah. only time I check to a bag. Vegas? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. only time I have to check a bag is when we work Vegas shows and we're there for from Tuesday to Saturday. Yeah, but and it's I a have long to be, thing. But I have to be dressed up where mm-hmm. I know the shoes and this mm-hmm. that we do an afternoon show, we do a night show. That's the only time I'm like, I, I try hard, but I can't. And for those of you saying I have a first class demands, fool, I don't even have an employer. I'm Mr. 1099. <laughs> I am in the middle exit row paying for my own seat. You I, have. A Twitter account dedicated yes. to your 1099. As Someone should. created an account that's in the circle Fantastic. of trust. That's Beto's awesome. 1099. I, I, I can't wait for the day I get status, bro. I'm so close, but I'm not. Ugh. So, uh, no, Funch, don't overpack. Don't be that. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. that guy. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, you're terrible. All right. Never one, more, one more, guys. One more, guys. So, so Luis Guzman turns 59 today. Happy birthday, Luis. Love yeah. Luis Guzman. Love him. Happy I, we know he's been in so hey, many- Hey, Poppy. Hey, Poppy. <laughs> he's been in so many movies that we all can't name them all. Some of them are favorite movies. He's really never been a star of the movie, but always playing a small part that steals the movie he's in. So Luis Guzman is the greatest character actor ever. Swipe left for yes, swipe right for no, Andy. I love Luis Guzman, and he's a, yep. he is a really great actor. I don't think he's the greatest character actor, though, because- his his roles in terms of who he's playing, it doesn't tend to be that wide of a variety of of the characters. Yeah, he's I, he's I, often I, in a certain lane. He's great. Like, don't get me wrong, he's great. I'm a big fan of his work. But when I think of really great character actors, it's the actors who, the type of roles they're playing, their the scope is really wide. It varies. Stephen Root pops to mind for me. He's in Office Space. Remember, he's the guy Milton in the in the office, the one with the stapler. Who gets upset? He's on Barry recently. He played uh, Barry's oh, mentor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was yeah, in yeah. news radio. News radio. Yes. News radio. News he, radio. He was the voice of Bill on King he's of the Hill. So good. He's and he his range. That's a is, good one. Right his there. range is everywhere. With no whole Hank. No whole. Oh, <laughs> love Barry. Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Yeah, dodgeball. Yeah. Dodge right. a wrench. <laughs> Dodge a ball. Yeah, that's a great call. I'm yeah. agree with you on that. He's one. great because I never um, knew his name. I was gonna say Steve Buscemi, but we know his name. Steve Buscemi. Is a really good call, but as he well. also could be the star of the movie, though, too. But I don't know. I can't name Root is rarely the star. Like he's Barry never, is maybe the biggest thing Barry he's ever so been good. in. A um, couple other guys that popped to mind for me. Maybe they're starting to verge into star territory, but I think they have great range. They were both on the show Atlanta: Brian Tyree Henry and Lakeith Stanfield. Paperboy. Yeah, I, I Paperboy. Paperboy. He was a good rapper. He <laughs> one hit wonder. He <laughs> is. Diddy. 
<laughs> Brian Tyree Henry. He was in Bullet Train. Actually, he, that's right, he that's is right. a great actor. Yeah, I uh, think Lakeith Stanfield's a really good actor. What I'm about, terrible because you know I don't know anybody. But I think Stephen Root's my. What answer. about J.K. Simmons? He's gr- he. Hank I Schillinger. think might be Hank too, Schillinger. He might be too big of a star after after winning the Oscar. Oh I, yeah, you won the Oscar for the Whiplash. Whiplash. That's right. That's right. He's right on the cusp. He's right on the cut. He's a great actor. Great, great actor. But my answer is going to be Stephen Root. Um, again, I don't know anybody's names, and I agree because I've always wondered what that guy's name is. Because I've always seen him in so many different. He's always great. He was the he was a program director in news radio yep. with Joe Rogan was on yep. that show. I'm like, and then once I started working in radio, I'm like, oh, buddy, yep, hey, buddy, <laughs> hey, buddy. I agree with him there. Hey, you want to go to the Coliseum on Saturday afternoon and yes. watch the Trojans battle Nevada? Caller seven right now oh. at eight seven 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 ten ESPN wins a family four pack to see. Caleb Williams, Lincoln Riley, and the USC Trojans this weekend. Call now to win from 710 ESPN. Again, 877-710-ESPN. Andy Kamenetsky, Beto Duran in for the guys. And also, I want to make sure everybody knows that Radio Tinder was sponsored by Tequila Mandala. Is there more? Oh, there is more. Sorry. It's brought to you by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, award-winning small batch, premium sipping tequila, and it is it is great to sip. Made from the finest mature agaves available wherever fine tequilas are sold or visit tequilamandala.com. Up your game because it's really good tequila. Demand the extraordinary from Tequila Mandala. In this day, <laughs> on this day, 1973, Jam, baby. What's Going On, released by the late, great Marvin Gaye. Yeah. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. One of my all-time favorites. This oh, whole album is fantastic. Mm. It's really, really good. Every now and then, I'll come across Marvin Gaye All Star Game on YouTube, and just pops up. I'm like, man, I gotta watch. I, I stop and watch it every single time because we know the story of how it happened. How no rehearsal, he just showed up and nailed it. And it is was it, controversial. Yeah. Is he the next guy that needs a biopic? Isn't there a couple? Right okay, it's because I, I think he needs one. Like he needs a definitive bio biopic. It's funny you say that. And maybe I shouldn't say this out loud because you never know if you're going to give somebody an idea that they'll steal it. There's oh, a, you're working on one? No, I'm not working on one. I've, well, I've started doing a little bit of research. There's a particular period in Marvin Gaye's career that I think would be incredible. Because 
like the whole cradle to grave for biopics, I think those generally don't work. You're trying to cover too much stuff. Yeah, Laura's letting it go. Laura's feeling it right now. Calm Can down, I guess Laura what era it is? Can I Laura guess what Laura LeBeau over there. Jeez. Yeah. Can I guess what era it is? Sure. Is it the era with t- Tammy? I knew it. Because that's a great idea. All right. So uh, any Hollywood agents, contact Michael Funch. He wants to be- Andy Kamenetsky got it first. No, he wants to be Kamenetsky's rep right there. I, I You're you go, the man. new manager right it, now. Yeah. It is- that era, An interesting story. Marvin interesting story. and Tammy Terrell is really, for people who don't know who Tammy Terrell is, she's the woman who duetted a lot with Marvin Gaye. You're uh, all I need. You're all I need. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no And she enough. died at a very young age, um, I believe from brain cancer. Damn. And, or, and she was extremely young. I think she was like 25 or younger, maybe even 23. And she had this incredible, she got started in the industry when she was about 15 or 16. And the relationship between them was purely platonic by all accounts. They were never an item, even though both of them had a lot of relationships in the industry. They were never an item, but they sang some of like the greatest love songs ever. And they said Marvin was never the same after. No, no. He was, I've seen clips of him at her funeral. She was, he was distraught. Like, you're correct. Like, he was, that is considered one of the things that led to his, like, psychological breakdown. So, yes, that is the period that I think for Marvin Gaye would be an incredible biopic. And her. So people learn more about her. She was she was incredible. Um, gotten some reaction, too, to that question about greatest character actors. Mm-hmm. From $8 Squalor. <laughs> Eight, was I not supposed to say that? Is that bad to say? No, it's just hilarious. Okay. The name. I just want to make sure I didn't say something that- uh, It's was... better than Cappy's puppet. <laughs> $8 Squalor said Gary Oldman. He's one of my all-time favorite actors, and he might be a chameleon. He's too big of a star to be considered a character actor, even if he ultimately is a character actor. All right. Um, <laughs> You're so good in Office Space. <laughs> What's Office Space? Have office? Seen it? No, what is that? Office Space, the movie. Gary Oldman. This is why I'm asking for. I if I don't know what it is, that's why oh, I'm asking. The other guy, Gary. You're thinking of Gary Cole. That's what I'm thinking of. Gary Cole is in Office that's Space. That's what I'm thinking of. He's Again, the boss. What's Office Space? It's very funny. Uh, these fools. Like it's, it's a movie. movie. Yeah. It's it's a movie came out in the late '90s. Mike Judge made it. The guy who did Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Um, it's set in an office, like one of those. So it's not the office. No, it's not the office. It's one of those very corporate, your paper pushing type movie? offices. Yes, it's very funny. Okay. It's very, very funny. Steven Root is in it, actually. Okay. So office Space. Yeah. Uh, got another one from at Mailman underscore Matt. The correct answer is Giancarlo Esposito. He's a great oh, actor. For, did, he just died, right? No. Yeah, no. he did. Giancarlo Esposito? Yeah. I don't, did he? No. No? I, no. Then who died from uh, uh, Breaking Bad? Oh, the man, Salamanca, the man yes, in the wheelchair. Yes, yes. Oh, The guy who played right. Hector Salamanca did he just died. die. But oh, I'm, Office Space, I've seen the pictures of this. Yeah. The guy with the post-it notes. So it's worth watching? Yeah, it's funny. It's really, really funny. All Giancarlo right. Esposito is a great character actor. That yeah, is yeah. A, sorry, sorry, Giancarlo. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is, he is still, thankfully, with us. Office uh, Space, all right. Because, again, I've never had a real job, so I don't know what Office is like. So right, I'll check this out. But I do like The Office. I watch it every night. Still? The, t- the show? Yeah. I go to sleep watching The Office, Seinfeld, or, uh, or uh, yeah, those two. The only ones. Either one of those makes, puts me to sleep. All right, so really quick, Beto, um, so we can maybe stir the, the gossip pot a little bit. Oh, yeah, let's go. Uh, Mark Stein 
is reporting on it on I believe on his Substack, which everybody should subscribe to. Mark is a really, really dialed in NBA reporter. Prior um, to Cal Fullerton, Titans. There, there was pardon Titans, Titans, yes, yeah. and yeah. Uh, Tustin, I believe. There was a report. Um, it's actually a really good profile of Giannis from our old friend Tanya Ganguly, who's now with the LA Times. I mean, excuse me, the New, New York, York Times, Times. Yeah, where. Giannis said that he's not going to be signing an, um, an extension this, this I don't know, probably September or October, whenever he's eligible, because he said from an economic standpoint, it doesn't make sense for him to do it right now. Like he clarified, there's really no circumstances I would sign it now because the money is better if I did it in a year. But then he also said that he's not 100% sure he's going to sign it in a year because he wants to make sure that he and the Bucks are on the exact same page. Here and that they we are in go. A I already hear it. They are I in a position. The YouTube component. Yeah. Uh-huh. They are in a position to contend uh-huh. moving forward. Even though the Bucks have done a lot this offseason, uh-huh. they retain Chris Middleton. They uh-huh. re- retain Brooke Lopez. They brought Here in a go. new coach. It doesn't matter because where is he going? Well, according <laughs> to Mark Stein, Giannis could potentially be interested in the Knicks uh-huh. and the Lakers. Uh-huh. Of course, this sent a lot of people in overdrive because hashtag future Lakers. You live in this world, huh? I live you in this live world. In I am neck world. deep in this world, Beto Duran. 5.54 on a Monday, we finally get to Laker rumors. I showed a lot of, of discipline. You did. You did. I, I'm proud of you. I thought you would have gotten earlier than no, this. No, no. I showed a lot of discipline. Sliwa show coming up later after this, too, by the way. <laughs> oh, this is the yeah, entire show. Uh-huh. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. This is the entire show. This is the Leo. entire show. Fun fact, though, that I. So you're telling me a guy who can be a potential free agent and get wooed by everybody wants to do that. Okay. Now here's Giannis's contract situation. Oh, he is under. Print, he yeah. is under contract this coming season, 23-24, Then also under contract for twenty four twenty five. Uh huh. Twenty five twenty six. However, he has a player option. So if he does not do this extension this coming off season, <gasps> he could potentially be in a walk year, and that could be in what year? This would be twenty four twenty five. He could potentially be in a walk year for that season, which would mean the Bucks might feel a pressure that is Beto's head hitting the microphone. The Bucks, the Bucks could feel some pressure to move Giannis, while they could still get something for him. He's an MVP perennial. That type of player, still in his prime, you definitely don't want to lose him for nothing. Fun fact. Oh, here the fun fact. Here we go. Oh, you're you're so in the zone right now. I love watching you on YouTube. Giannis in the 2024-25 season uh-huh. makes $48,787,676. The combined salaries oh, of Austin Reeves. Rui Hachimura oh, and an opted in oh D'Angelo Russell. Oh my God. 48,668,669. This is really what you stay up close. at night. You stay up at night doing this. No, this took me two minutes. Uh huh. No, but I know the You call Pincus. I, you did, know not, I did not call Eric Pincus. <laughs> oh, I, I don't. I did How not many call. text messages have you and the Locked On Laker podcast done about this? This was just me uh-huh. thinking about contract numbers because uh-huh. a lot of people pointed out when Kyrie re-upped with Dallas, his salary just happens to be the exact number of Rui and D'Lo. 
They just happen to notice that these things exist. I'm just letting people know. I'm glad that you're pulling the Sedano right now. This is really good. Okay, good. There's your basketball talk, people, for the like, the day. <laughs> I'm just letting people know. Um, uh, I'm not saying anything's going to happen. All right, all right. I'm just saying. Oh, you're not saying it's going to happen. But, I didn't say it's going to happen. But, now, do I want to see Giannis in a Laker home? Absolutely. <laughs> do I want to see it tomorrow? Yes. It's not going to happen tomorrow. Then don't talk about it to me because now you're, you're doing it just, you're dangling. You're dangling, I'm my just, friend. Look, you are, uh, 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 you're, no, not even teasing. Because teasing would be possible. This is just like dangling far, well, far this away. Is, this is looking ahead to a potential situation that, to be clear, may never happen. Ne oh, oh no, 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 no. Don't start with this may never happen part. It's too late now. It may So never let me just get this right happen. for all, everybody who wants to aggregate. Locked on Laker podcasts are trading Austin Reeves. We're not trading anybody. We don't have that power. Locked on Lakers podcast hate Austin Reeves and Rui and D'Lo. Is, is that the headline? There's a YouTube component. <laughs> That's the biggest headline. Coming up <laughs> Coming up next. Not Jonas. We're going to tell you what you need to know. Andy Kamenetsky, Beto Duran in for the guys, 710 ESPN.